welcome to the Run Strong Podcast, episode 100. We made it. We made it to triple figures. Yes. Jeez. Really buggers up our Evernote. <laughs> Jeez. Mate, um, favorite. No, no, no. I planned for triple figures because I put zero, zero, one, zero, zero, two. So it all makes sense, mate. <laughs> um, I'm going to put you right on the spot immediately. Favorite. Uh episode of the last hundred episodes uh, so many oh my goodness that is that has picked on the spot ask me at the end no yeah uh, what's your favorite well <laughs> you're scrolling right now i can see you scrolling, scrolling I can see your fast, eyes fast fast uh favorite episode my mate for sure the most fun one was episode 50 with Josh Sinton, the charity adventurer, mm. um, learning about him and what he does through running is amazing to mm. me. That's like, he does not care about any sort of run results. He only cares about sort of using running as, as raising money, um, which is, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, probably, uh, you know, the way my, uh, my mind works, mate. One of our like uh, education shows, so like the precision hydration shows with Andy Blow, or yes. um, when we had Megan Featherstone on episode yes. seventy, they, they you just take so much away from those, don't you? Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. Yeah, one of those. I'm gonna go back all the way back to episode twenty um, with Kyle, Kyle Evans yeah. from Addicted to Drugs to ultra running and then more so just because to see what he's done now and the if you like the community he's set up in south africa and the amount of people he's got into running and endurance running from starting himself is just it's really cool yeah yeah uh, you can't really go too wrong if you go back through our episode list so far <laughs> no this i'm just scrolling his honor and i can't see any bad ones <laughs> so good today we decided for episode 100 well first i'd say we have some incredible guests on the way. Yes. We've got, well, the founder of a company that is taking over the running world right now. You may have seen a lot of people running around with these things attached to them. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to say any more, but we've got the founder of this company coming on to talk about this thing that people are running around with that's attached to them. We have a gentleman coming on who's going to tell us all about insoles. Yeah. Which is quite interesting, mate, because you can argue for them and you can argue very much against them. So we're going to get an expert on who is we're going to give a load of questions to and figure out whether they are actually useful or not. I think the answer is going to be, as it always is, it depends, but there'll be a lot of useful information along the way, whether you think you need them or not. And I also have on a... He's actually more of a triathlon uh, media guy. He's probably one of the biggest names in triathlon YouTubing, but he's having uh, a bit of a change up in his life. And we're getting him on to talk to us about that, because I think that can relate to a lot of, a lot of our runners, a lot of our listeners who maybe get attached to one brand within sport and then have to slowly pull themselves away. Um, and this guy, mate, I'm, I'm going to be waking up at 4 a.m., on a Wednesday to interview him. That's how important oh. I think he is. 
We're going to get, didn't a lot get of out of bed for many things, Tom. No, and you're in Jordan, so you you get to go. You're off the hook. <laughs> so we've got some it. great shows, some great shows coming up. Yeah. But today we decided. Well, you did, mate. You uh, you pulled us out of the out of the shit, to be honest, because I didn't have any ideas for episode 100. We're going to do 101 top tips for running. Yeah, I thought episode 100. We need 101 top running tips for running not 100 because we feel we should give you more more value than just 100 it's brilliant and i was like well that would be easy and then we've just spent the last well you put a bit of time in this morning i just spent the last half an hour just staring blankly at the screen being like i don't know anything about running <laughs> but we've got them out <laughs> <laughs> no did you not find that once you start thinking about it they just start they all come they keep flowing and flowing and flowing true true they do yeah they do it's quite funny i immediately said to you i need some order to this we need to start from the ground up and then i need to be able to know what's been written and then i can write it and whereas and you're I very much i completely ignored you you're, you're way better at just getting it all out for it than i am so mate you will be on your way to jordan this weekend yes fly on excited? saturday now i'm very excited i love i love running in the desert i love I love multi-stage and I love um, sort of, if you like, intimate multi-stage. And this covers all of that. So it'd be nice to spend some time doing that for a week and racing hard for not just one race, but for, in effect, five mini races. I say mini, mini they're quite races. long. <laughs> five. Uh, so you start days. on Monday? Monday, the race starts, yeah. Monday to Friday. Nice. And which day are you most excited for? Um, day three, the long day. And Start in the dark, you... run into the sunrise Ooh. through the valley of the crescent moon, which looks like is you're running it... through Mars. And then, yeah. It's is all your race food packed? Everything is packed, ready to go. So I'll unpack it and check it again. Um, I had to, the final thing I had to get on the way home today was some Oak Kings. Uh, so I bought seven Oak Kings and I'm set. Set. And uh, race plan in place? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, did you want me to elaborate on what it is or just i'll tell you afterwards whether it worked or not goals for the event um three hours minimum faster than when i ran the event last time if if the course is the same and if it's not just three uh, hours per day total across the week <laughs> the day would be punchy wouldn't it that would be that would be very unachievable Yes. Okay. Nice. So you're not planning your race plan isn't built around a place position. It's built no. around you, your own individual time, exactly. you versus you. Yeah. Because you've no idea who turns up. There's, you know, there's a guy there that turns up that's one MDS before. And will I ever compete with a guy that's one MDS and trains? Well, first of all, it's about half my weight. Probably not. So, you know, there's no point in comparing apples and lemons yep but what yep. i can apples control is uh, how hard i race myself correct full gas from day one. Oh, totally i yeah. challenge you here's yes. a good challenge right i challenge you to run your fastest ever kilometer for the first kilometer of the first day <laughs> come on then you got the rest of the day to, <laughs> to, to slow back down and recover <laughs> So 1K 
all like 249 ruined. Yeah. No, but you wouldn't be ruined. There's only 1K. How long is the first day? Uh, 42, I think, 43. Perfect. So you got, another, like, you got a 41K steady run after a 1K all-out effort. We'll talk about this in our 101 running tips. <laughs> I, it Fair will enough. be a fast first K, I'll give you that, but it's not going to be my fastest. Well, not with that attitude, mate. I think you've got to really commit to it. <laughs> on no, the normally, sand I, as well. I do, I do like the challenges that you set me, especially on the bike, because I always say yes, and then you always catch me. But no, I won't be doing that this time. Fair enough. I'll think of another one for you. Okay. Another one. Eat all seven Oak Kings in, <laughs> within the first one in day. In the first kilometre. <laughs> on that, have you seen there is a race in Dubai now, the donut race? I've seen it on social and you sent it to me, but no, I've not really looked at it properly. What's, what is going on? So you run a kilometer, you consume a donut. Then you run back another kilometer, consume another donut and it's last man standing. And can you spew though or what? No, well, I don't know what the rules are for that, but it's, I think it's just how many donuts can you consume and keep in and keep running a kilometer. This race is built for you, mate. It's basically backyard ultra for you. It's backyard ultra and it's it's yeah it's ultra and eating. When is it? Um, it is October, middle of October. You have to do it. I'll crew for you. Well, break the dinner up, up into manageable pieces for me. Yeah, whatever it takes, mate. I hope they buy enough donuts. That's what I was looking at. That they actually put how many donuts they're going to buy, and I thought, well, actually, that's the Jess has said she's going. She she thinks she can eat of my clients are going and i know that they can eat um so <laughs> not, not in a bad way <laughs> but i think there's going to be some strong competition at this event yeah oh i have to get along to that they can't run but they can certainly eat. <laughs> that's so good some people did that in their lockdown challenge but without the running one kilometer in between without any movement whatsoever <laughs> just eating donuts yeah <laughs> uh, right we've got to tell people that project dxb kicks off oh. it it starts on november the 1st but the applications open on friday october the 1st they do it will be open for 10 days you have 10 yes. days to fill in one of the best questionnaires of your life yes and then you get a phone call, maybe an email, from the lovely tones of either Rob Jones or Stephanie Humphrey, who tell you whether you've been selected or not. I quite like the idea of a call. I might do the phone call. I like that yeah, idea. Phone call is much nicer. Yeah. So if you're listening to this after the 10th, I'm sorry, but you've missed out. But if you're listening to this between the 1st and the 10th, applications are open. We can send you a link. You can apply and be on the greatest project running program, probably on the planet. On the planet. Uh, endurance at innerfight.com for the link or mm -hmm. give rob jones a follow on social media rob jones endurance or myself and we'll dm you the link over we don't choose who we think is going to do the best run or who we yeah. think is gonna win the marathon or win the 10k or whatever we choose who we think will get the most from the project yeah and that is defined by your answers on the questionnaire so take your time answer correctly answer truthfully because in the end we find out the truth anyway mm -hmm. and we absolutely cannot wait to get this project kicked off for its fourth year in a row i think a testament to that actually of how we select these people is the fact that 
a vast majority, we were looking through the photo of one of the first years and how many of the athletes, and actually the second year, how many of the athletes and the third year <laughs> are still with us and still part of the endurance team, Yeah, um, which means that we obviously select very well. Mega, mega good. Mm. Uh, right, should we do 101 running tips? Yes. Some of these probably need explaining and others don't. So we're going to go quite fast. You might want a pen and paper or to slow the podcast down but let's get going we'll explain some of them when they need explaining i think yes you want to go first right. you start okay. tip number one we should have sound effects we really should especially for 100 episodes but <laughs> you did explosion i did a bing tip number one easy runs should be easy if you're not sure what that is do the talk test you know, if you can talk, then it is comfortable enough. If you cannot talk while running, you're running too hard for your easy run. Fantastic. Number two, relax to the max. So shake out your arms, relax your resting bitch face. I kind of fucked it up on the second one. Relax your resting bitch face and shoulders down. <laughs> Tom's gone. Tom's gone. Only two in. Number three, don't crush the bird. As in, relax your hands, don't clench your fists. Imagine you're holding a baby bird. You don't want to crush it. Exactly. Number four, run against the traffic, especially in Dubai, so that you're in charge and you can avoid anything that's oncoming that you might need to jump out of the way. Or where possible, run on the beach track. Also good. Number five, specificity. Train for the race you are running. So there's no point in going and doing, smashing yourself with really hard intervals every day if you're training for a marathon or an ultra you need to do endurance running vice versa. If you're running, if you want to run a fast 5k, there's no point in just running easy all the time because you're not working specifically to the intensity of your race. Oh, hope there are people had a pen and paper of that one. Number six, warm up, then stretch. So just like we do at track, you do a bit of a run and then you do some dynamic work. You never, ever, ever do static stretches. Number seven, understand what RPE is which is rate of perceived exertion. We use a one to 10 scale, one being very easy, 10 being extremely hard. You should understand what on the RPE scale or where on the RPE scale you should be for each session you are doing. Number eight, know your body. So you can run through an annoyance, but you should never run through pain. And if you understand your body well, then you'll know the difference. Number nine, learn from mistakes in races and training. Try to remember the mistakes you've made so that you don't do them again. Number 10, start from the base. So your zone two aerobic running. So build your foundations from there. And then you can think about the rooms, if you like, the add-ons. So speed work, hill work, uh, pacing work, and race strategy. Number 11, do strength work, obviously. Thought you were going to segue into some sort of run strong there. Uh, number 12, do not be a slave to the data. You, you should love running for what it is and it's simplicity and let the coach worry about the data. Number 13, lucky number 13. Consistency over time is more important than a one chance hero run. So no one cares if you've gone and done one amazing run in your week. It's what have you done in your total week and you can apply that to one month, three months, six months, one year. And kind of on that, 
follow the 80-20 rule as a general guide. So 80% of your run should be easy and the remaining 20% is where your intensity and tempo work come from. Number 15, understand running can get boring and you need to be understand, well, either your coach needs to understand or you need to understand that you can, in fact, jazz up your aerobic easy runs with some strides or some aerobic intervals or some different routes. Don't get bored when you're running. Number 16, what if I told you that the most underutilized performance enhancer was right at your top of your stairs and it was free? Sleep more, please. Also, for people who live in bungalows. <laughs> Still applies. <laughs> Number 17, have fun on your easy runs. Try out new routes, run with new people, explore new places. Number 18, have fun on the hard runs as well. So track sessions, you can race people, you can push yourself, but also understand that no one really cares how fast you went. Number 19, save something for the summit. No one wins the hill at the bottom. It's bigger than you are. Save some juice for the top. Number 20, get over it. Bad runs will happen. What you should care about, or you should only really care about the bad runs for 60 minutes max, and then you move on. Number 21, tie your shoes and then check them. Don't get loose laces like skinny. Number 22, rotate your shoes. So if you have multiple pairs of shoes, rotate them. Don't just buy the same shoes over and over and over again. Number 23, nothing new on race day. Steer clear of the expo. Number 24, pace yourself. So you should aim to negative split, get slow or start slow and get faster as you progress, not the other way around. Number 25, learn to draft. Just like when you're on a bike, if you can draft at runners, you will find it a little bit easier. Not that there's a huge benefit, but you have almost paces in front of you. Imagine Chip, 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 chip Chogi, Kip Chogi. Mate, you've spelt Kip Chogi wrong. <laughs> Kipchoge's V when he did his sub two hour that's what you're thinking about you need paces and just sit in and don't try and always be at the front mm, especially if it's windy actually uh, number 26 uh, know that adrenaline at the start of the race will make things seem easier so please pace yourself go easy at the start of that race so that when the adrenaline runs out it won't feel as hard number 27 train with someone adds motivation and accountability True. 28, have fun. It should be fun, whether it's racing, training. Remember why we do it. Tip number 29, success leaves clues. If something goes well, analyze what you're doing so you can keep on doing it. Number 30, do not fall prey to the marketing of companies. They spend millions and billions of dollars every year trying to get you to buy their useless stuff that you do not need. You understand that with socks and shorts, don't you? I just love colorful socks and colorful shorts. Tip number 32, hip to nip. That is referring to your arms when you're running. Your hand should go from in line with your hip up to in line with your nipples. And I'll go back to tip 31, which you forgot. And if you're going to use poles in a race, then make sure you train with them. Tip number 33, training alone does not make you a better athlete. Tip 34, sleep and nutrition, as well as recovery time, makes you a better athlete. 
Tip number 35, calories are equal. However, macronutrients are not. So 500 calories from a well-balanced macronutrient meal containing carbohydrates, fats, and protein with micronutrients in there as well is much better than 500 calories from two mini Snickers bars. Tip 36, training enjoyment depends on being present. Think about this. You cannot listen properly to three songs all at once, and nor can you think about three training sessions all at once. So just focus on the now, the session that you're in, and give that everything. Number 37, plan, do, review. And if you don't know what that means, head back to episode 99 with Dr. Danielle Adams Nornberg. Number 38, ladies. Please track your menstrual cycle. Why? You need to be prepared. You need to know when it's coming. You need to learn what's normal. And it will allow you to train smarter because you recover and perform better based on where you're at in the cycle. So if you know that, then you can optimize your training. Number 39, sitting all day in hip flexion is bad. Get up and move. Tip number 40, weak glutes mean that your hamstrings are going to have to assist, which means they're going to fatigue and become tight then we'll stretch we'll stretch out our hamstrings it's only a temporary solution so improve your hip function through glute strengthening exercises to prevent your hamstrings getting tight number 41 the core is more than your six-pack think of it as a sleeve around your middle and your hips and it helps with lower body stability and more importantly keeping you upright when you're running perfect number 42 eat before you're hungry 43, walk before you're tired. Yeah. 44, if you start slow, it should apply to all races from 3K up to ultra. Talking of races, you should warm up before your races. It's a good tip. Number 46, you need to train, run, hike, run before you get fatigued. Quite often we see people start walking when they're tired and that is not effective training if you're training for something very, very long where you want if you like, purposeful hiking. 47, hiking in a race is not weakness. True. 48, be patient. Rome was not built in a day and nor is your aerobic base. There are no quick fixes. It's going to take time. Tip number 49, keep a training log. If you don't know where you have been, how do you know where you're going? True. 50, wear sunscreen. 51, never make a decision sitting down. 52, the dark, the dark, it's not a word, the dark times are going to come and they're going to go. So just ride them out. They won't last forever. So, so true. 53, follow your fueling plan even when you're not hungry, particularly over longer races, unless obviously you're being sick or worse, doing something out the other end. But keep trying to constantly fuel and following your race plan is going to benefit you a lot. Number 54, practice that eating strategy. Do not just leave it all till race day. 55, if that strategy does go wrong, make sure you have wet wipes with you for all races. Very important. Yeah, the toilets never have any toilet roll, do they? No. 56, your feet will swell if you run long enough. That's okay. 57, it's okay to get a pedicure before your long races. Men included. 58, Put a mobility routine in place before you get injured. 59, take recovery as serious as your training. 
60. Measure your feet for your shoe size properly. Properly. Do not guess. And understand that different shoe companies will use different sizes. So check out the website, check out the reviews. 61. Don't run through pain that is more than a three out of 10 in training. In races, sometimes you have to run through a lot of pain, but in training, never more than a three out of 10. Number 62. Barefoot shoes are not always the answer and if you are going to transition make sure you do it the right and smart way and on that carbon shoes will not cover up bad running technique <laughs> it's a hatred of yours 64 what is comfortable for one hour may not be for four hours so make sure you test your kit properly 65 learn about the psoas muscle and what it does for you 66 calf raises most days please Treat blisters immediately. Number 68, know your coach. No, that's completely wrong. Let me try that again. 68, the more, <laughs> he's gone again. The more your coach knows, the better. So understand the coaching athlete relationship. Share with them. They're ultimately there to help you. And they can do that as long as they know stuff. I mean, knowing your coach also is a good idea. That is also a very good and idea. You know who to email and who to talk to. So if you don't know, then you're a bit lost. Tip 69, use body glide everywhere. Number 70, plan training routes if they're important sessions. 71, freestyle your route to mix things up. We've been through that a little bit before, but sometimes if you're thinking you're going to get bored, then just changing up your route will really help your mind to just have something new to focus on. My favorite route, route planning app or website is called On The Go Map, completely free and it's fantastic. So quick. Mm. Yep. Uh, 72, do not leave your wrist breakfasts down to chance. Test, test, test again. 73, book a table for your, after your race because you're probably running a race in a maybe a city or a village or a town and everyone else is there as well and you want to have a nice dinner after the race to celebrate and everywhere is full. 74, learn to use visualization. I suppose you could do this for the good stuff and the bad stuff. And then you have a, a plan of what you're going to do when things go wrong and how you're going to react when things go right. Tip 75, mental toughness alone is not enough. You need self-belief as well. Mm. 76, if you're sick, rest. 77, add any level of plyometrics to your program to see benefits. So that might just be jumping rope, um, you know, skipping rope, or it could be some more complicated A marches, a skips into some C skips into some bounding. You can take it as far as you want, but any level of plyometrics is going to benefit you. Mm. Number 78, understand that there is no one best session. 79, fitness will always bounce back. Family and friends might not. Number 80, start one minute early. This is the 59 rule. 81, know your sweat loss. Wear yourself before you go for a run nude. Get back, wear yourself after you've run nude. Then add in or total that up. Sorry, take one away from the other. Then add in what you've drunk during your run. And that is the total sweat that you've lost. Lovely. 82, buy curtains. <laughs> Only kidding. Uh, 82, runner's knee is not a thing. Um, most runners' knee pain is not actually the knee at all. It's something else up the kinetic chain. So figure out what that is, please. Number 83, if your eyes are stinging from sweating, you're a high-sodium sweater. 
So take on more electrolytes during your run. Number 84 seems very simple, but do not hold your breath when running. Mm, that's a good one. You see it quite 85. a lot. 85. Cadence drills are vital. Definitely. 86. Relax your face. On all aspects. <laughs> 87. Choose races you want to do, not what you think you should do. And then 88 on that, prioritize your races. I know race season here is in full swing and there's lots of people that have many, many, many back-to-back -back weekends. You will not peak in all of them. So pick which race you want to peak in and prioritize that. Back to some technique stuff for tip 89. Keep your head still. Makes sense. Number 90, organization. Get your kit out and organized the night or week if you're going for away for a long time before. Tip 91, particularly for you ultra guys out there, get your family's buy-in. Make them understand or help them to understand why what you are doing will make you a better human. Definitely. 92, if your friends are not supportive, get new friends. Tip 93, not everyone has to like running the same as you do. I can't believe I've got this one now. 94. And on that, it's okay to be a vegan, but remember that no one cares. Tip 95. The keto diet is not for performance. And also no one cares. <laughs> 96. This is probably the best, best tip we have. Listen weekly to the Run Strong podcast. I agree. And other good podcasts out there. For running and endurance there are some good 97 get a coach i think that's got before you know yeah 98 if you're new to running use the start to run program 99 if you want to learn about less is more buy the run strong program number 100 this is it's kind of one that we looked at uh, last week as well from show 99 if you're getting nothing from social media and stop giving it your time. Oh, that just, this is genius. Absolutely yes. genius. Tip 101. If you say you don't have time, check your screen time on your phone. Mm. You may be amazed. I'm actually, I've said to you before we did the show that I'm going to do this with a client on Tuesday that keeps missing sessions yeah. because they have no time. And I'm excited to see what they come up with. Yes. <laughs> I actually think those last two tips there are probably the most poignant of our times at the moment. 101 tips, mate. I think people probably were expecting to hear more about heart rates and watch settings and all of this, but actually running is a lot more simpler than what it usually seems. And there's 101 tips you can implement there that are quite basic, to be honest. There's nothing in there that's crazy, crazy um, complicated. But if imagine you start implementing all of those, you're going to improve so fast. Yeah. Whenever I started running, I was like, do we 101 tips? That's going to be really hard to stop, start writing and start typing. But once you get into it, like, well, I can think of more and more and more and more. Mm. Um, yeah, there's loads of good stuff in there. It's made me think how, uh, what Robbie Britton's book's going to be like with a thousand and one. Yeah. You know, like there must be some very obvious ones in there. Like don't run into oncoming cars and stuff like that. Like, yeah you'll have to get the book and see do your watch up when you run don't leave it loose on your wrist things like that maybe you'll send us a copy i might email them 
Easy. Well, as I said, I think there's quite a lot. So there's got to be something in there someone can take away. Definitely. That, even if there's one thing. Um, and if not, then maybe there's a few more than one that people can take away. It's uh, it's also, mate, as I, as I read through them, it's really a reflection of all the previous shows that we've done and the people we've, we've had on. Yeah. Um, you know, that have kind of aligned these. And yeah, each one probably you could go into in one of the podcasts that we have done. I think uh, reminds me of that one with when we had a lot of the ultra guys on, uh, like John... Uh, John Stocker, Damien Hall, and those guys who were more, you know, they didn't really talk anything about their technical stuff, did they? Like, okay, they knew what paces they roughly wanted to hold and things, but you almost expect those guys to come on and start telling you exactly their training runs and all this. But actually, they, they talk more about them and how they approached the race over anything too technical, didn't they? Yeah. It's a, like I say, it's not so much the training or it's, it's more consistency over time, isn't it? And all the stuff that they do to remain consistent, it's kind of all the supporting, supporting points that we talked about that aren't the training really. Yep. It's, uh, it's good. It, I think it's definitely, we can always keep learning. I know that year on year that I continue to do endurance sport, I learn something new constantly and i'm sure you'll go to jordan and you'll come back having learned something new mm. and that's Definitely. what we say when you know with running it can make you better at life it, it truly can if you get good at applying what you're learning in your running situations over to your life and also vice versa exactly good mate this time next week you're going to be running jordan ultra x yes and i looking forward to it be... i'll uh, obviously fill you in when i get back I will be sorting the show out, figuring out how to how to get all the information across from some of the geeks that we're getting on. <laughs> yeah, you've set yourself up a, a good task there, actually. Yeah, yeah. If you do want to get involved in Project DXB, which will take you to running a 10K or a marathon at the, I think it's still going to be the standard chartered to buy a marathon or 10K, then please get in touch. You can apply to come on to Project DXB and we will let you know if you will be selected after October the 10th, applications are open from October 1st to October 10th. And if you email endurance at endofight.com or message Rob Jones Endurance or Tom Walker Fitness, then we can send you the link of how to apply. You can apply and then we will be in touch. That's it for this week, mate. That's it. Fantastic. 100 we'll be back shows. next week with episode 101. Oh. Thanks for listening. 